News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, we have been talking about it all morning. Of course, today is Leaving Cert Results Day and there has been significant grade inflation again this year in line with last year. And for more on this, we're joined now by Carl O'Brien, Education Editor with the Irish Times and Colman Nocter, Child and Adolescent Psychotherapist. Carl, if I could come to you first of all, I was looking at your piece this morning uh, in the Irish Times and it lays out very clearly the magnitude of this grade inflation. For example, in maths, three times as many H1s now as as we would have seen pre-pandemic. Will you just outline for for people listening what this actually means for the children? We've we've heard the president of University College Galway coming out saying that this is is a bad thing, but just explain why it is a bad thing. Yeah, great inflation on on one level. It it looks good. It it's a rising tide and it lifts all boats, so all students' grades go upwards. But it does cause a number of problems and, and chiefly that problem is among those top achieving students because a rising tide goes so far, but there's a ceiling at which you reach a maximum number of points. So that's making it harder for universities to differentiate between those top students when you've loads of students getting, let's say, 600 points plus for courses such as medicine. That That is leading then to the use of random selection to select these students because there are so many high achieving students. And that's really seen as, as unjust and unfair to students who've really sweated and, and yeah. worked very hard throughout the years. So because- that's probably the, the biggest disadvantage of it. Because there will be students next week when the CAO first round offers uh, come out who who do deserve top points, who have worked hard for those top points, but they will miss out because of this glut of people at the top and and this random selection process kicking in. Is that's fair to say, that's isn't cor- it? That's correct. Like like last year, you know, there were a lot of champagne corks popping when the results came out, and a few days later when the CAO results came out, there was heartbreak for, for, for quite a few students. So that that is unfortunately going to be a reality. Now, the government will say that, listen, we are mindful of this. We've added in about a thousand extra places in a lot of these high demand, high points courses like medicine. And they're hopeful that will take some of the heat out of the points race in those areas. But the reality is that's just 1,000 places out of tens of yeah. thousands of university places. Uh, and Carl, I, I think it is relatively clear that, that inflating the points was quite easy, but deflating them does appear to be problematic. What options are there for, for I mean, I was saying, could they, could they put a weighting, you know, or, or a negative or a positive weighting, depending on the year that you're looking at? Could they put a weighting on results? So you actually get your actual results. But if you're up against somebody from a previous year, maybe you get a weighting. What, what options are there for the department to address this? Because this, I don't think, can be allowed to continue. And it looks to me like this year, all we did was kick the can down the road. Yeah, the the chief option is is what a lot of officials call a glide path back to normality. So that is over a number of years, you start to adjust the results downwards. Because the problem is if you do a short, sharp shock, you disadvantage one group of students over another. So for example, if, if you went back to normal grades this year, the class of 2022 would be back in the queue for CEO points places compared to the class of 2021. Mm-hmm. Because in any given year, you know, about 10, 15,000 students reapply to the CEO with their results from previous years. So that that's the dilemma facing uh, the government. The, the problem, as you said, when you deflate grades, it does disadvantage that that cohort in the year that you're deflating them. So that that's where the dilemma is. 
But we have seen other countries do it, like in the UK this year, they're getting back towards normal grades. They think it'll take about two or three years. Yeah. The issue with Ireland is we haven't even started. Yes, that and, th- and that is the clear issue. We haven't even moved in that direction. We have literally just postponed the inevitable. Look, thank you very much for, for, for talking to us this morning. That is Carla Bryan, their education editor with the Irish Times. I'm also joined by Colman Nocturne. Colman, we heard there's going to be lo- loads of champagne corks popping today, but possibly harsh break next week. What should families do to support their their Leaving Cert students, the ones who will inevitably disappoint? There has always been students disappointed, but equally now we're going to see students who don't deserve to be disappointed being disappointed this time round. Yeah, I, th- I mean it's a roller coaster week for this this group. They they kind of go for high for lows, and they've they've two of the biggest events in their in their lives happening within a seven day period. I mean we we always talk about the six hundred pointers, but there's lots of young people who are not going to be in that grade uh, no, and will be struggling down through the, the and maybe going for courses of two and three hundred points who are going to fall short. I mean as parents, I think you you have to allow them to be upset. This is a big deal. It is a big loss, and we kind of rush in to dismiss it. And and for us, looking back on our leaving cert, we kind of can say, well, it didn't have any bearing on the rest of my life. But when you're an 18-year-old looking forward through your life, it's the only lens that you have. So it is a big deal to them. And the second thing is trying to buffer the onslaught. Like, even compared to when we did the leaving cert, it's so much more a publicized forum. Like every family WhatsApp group is going to be pinging this morning. What did she get? How did she do? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, trying to protect your child from... from Isn't it no- reasonable just to say he or she did very well, we're delighted. And you don't have to... Like, do you know what I mean? It's not anyone's really business uh, what, what, what somebody got. And if, they, if, you know, if it is a case that people are going to say, oh, that's desperate or something. Like, it's not unreasonable to be private about your results if you, if you choose to be, isn't it? Yeah, but it's become very reasonable to be terribly nosy, you know, in terms mm. of how culture is and tell us how many points she got. And, you know, I didn't see it on Facebook. What did she do? You know, so there is a much more, uh, I think, prying nature to to, to leading to our students now than even there was before, where she did fine or she's a bit upset, but she's she'll find a way through it. Whatever the commentary might be, I don't think people are willing to leave it at that. They tend to push it a little really, bit. God, so, I, I, I personally, I would, I would never do that to somebody myself. I, I would think that was overstepping. But maybe should, should that be the advice? If someone doesn't want to tell you, if someone says, yes, they did well, leave it at that. Just let back, people, yeah. Back off. Yeah, yeah that's, that's enough. And and it just even to say, I hope they're happy with how they did or I hope they're, they're okay. Yeah. Hope they get what enough. they want kind of thing. It's, it's, it's no one's business exactly to go yeah. into to points and things. And if you have a, a student, obviously you do allow them to, they can't not be upset if they're upset. So you have to allow them to be upset and you have to allow them maybe a few tears and maybe to, you know, not want to go out or to mope or to whatever, do whatever they're doing. But is there anything else specific that you can do to help bolster them if, if 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 this is a real blow this week? Yeah, again, it's it's about looking at their options. I mean, we always tell kids they should need to have focused goals, but they also need to be flexible. Like you might have had a stethoscope around your neck since you were four years of age and medicine was all you wanted to do. But uh, if you fall... Nothing could be further from the <laughs> truth, to be honest, but there you go. <laughs> but if you fall short of that, it's always useful to have a plan B. Mm-hmm. Like their success and failure is great. It, there's degrees of it. So eight out of 10 is ideal. Six out of eight is great. Four out of six is fine. And we have a plan for two out of four as well. So there's, we should always have a kind of a, a selection of options and helping them to explore what yeah. alternative courses yeah. they can do and would there, be really important And as of well. course, there is a backdoor into almost everything, isn't there? And, and if something is, is for you, you'll, you'll get there I, at the end. I, I always remind students of the SAT navigation principles. Just because you miss a turn 
your destination doesn't change, just the route you have to take to get there. That is you know. fantastic advice. Thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That That is common nocturne there. Uh, I should say to anyone who is listening, I didn't get what I wanted in, in my leaving. I wanted to do drama in Trinity. They wouldn't have me, which is surprising <laughs> considering how dramatic I, I am. I was going to say, they, they're lost, <laughs> they missed, clearly. They missed, a trick. they missed a trick. I ended up doing commerce, hated it, then did medicine and now uh, work as a radio broadcaster. The path to, to, to career happiness does not no, run smoothly I, any more than the path I, to true I, love. I got into law, uh, which I absolutely did not use in any meaningful way. And then I became a journalist for which, and I apologise to those who have actually studied journalism, you really don't have to qualify for. I think we would both agree with I that. I think we would both agree with that. Uh, and and then it's just, uh, you know, now I'm in PR. So it just Look shows at, you. You'll get wherever you're meant to be. Uh, don't lose heart this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.